Okay, so the topic, the topic tonight is um, secular names versus Hebrew names. And we're going to be talking both about the history, which is fascinating, and the halacha, which is also very interesting. There was a very um, serious division among, among Paiskim about the whole topic. Now, when we talk about a secular name, there's a lot of different levels of what we might call a secular name, or might not even realize is a secular name. So, obviously, the Hebrew name is a, that's a name taken out of Tanakh. That's clearly a Hebrew name, right? So, Ram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, all of those. Those are all going to be Hebrew names. And then you have, you have names that, let's say, were just translated into English or into whatever language, right? So Abraham is Abraham, or David is David, or Yaakov is Jacob. So that's one level of a secular name. It's not essentially a secular name, but it's just the, you know, the anglicized version of the Hebrew name. So that's, that's one, one kind. Um, then you have, that was, there, there were many names that we call Jewish names, but essentially they're secular names, right? So... Um, there is all kinds of Yiddish names, right? There's Feivel, there's Anshel, there's, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, even let's say Yankel, right? Yankel is, a, is Yiddish. It's not, it's not like a, a different way of saying Yaakov. It's a different, it's, a different, it's, it's Yiddish, Yiddish name. Yankel, Matl, those are all Yiddish names. And uh, in girls' names in particular, girls' names, many the Yiddish girls' names are really uh, regular secular names, like uh, Elka is Alice, uh, and so on and so forth. We'll get to some more of them as we go along. So those are really secular names, but everybody looks at those as very highly Jewish names, but they're not. They, they just became, you know, and they got, they, they got into the system, but they really were started out as regular secular names. It's Yiddish for Yaakov, like Abraham is English for, for Abraham, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like names also that, like uh, Dave which is, means a bear, is bear, and the bear, and it got put together, and Hersh is, is the translation of Tzvi, and Tzvi Hersh, and those became like one name, you combine them, so those are all different variations of what essentially were secular names, or, or just the names translated, and then became part of, just became part of the system. Is Yiddish concerned on a higher level than English? Um, well, any Hasidim here? So No. I mean, I shouldn't be on record for saying that. <laughs> Essentially, not. Uh, I mean, it was. It's well, Yiddish is, is considered a Jewish language as far as language goes, but we'll we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. Yeah, as far as the name, it shouldn't be that much different. Anyway, so um, that you know, when you look in you look in in the Gemara, the Gemara is uh, is full of of secular names. Um, Antignus Ish Seichai. Antignus is a Greek name. Sumchas is a Greek name. All those names that have an us at the end, those are Roman or, or, Greek, or Greek names. Um, Alexander. What? Alexander, Alexander. So that at least we have a shtickle Torah. There's a Gemara about it that they named after Alexander. They wanted to show, they wanted to show some some respect to him. So you know, there's a shad Unculus, right? Exactly. Unclus, which is interesting, you know, Unclus, we, we would tend to think that Unclus must have been his name before he became a Ger, but we know every Ger takes on a new name, right? So what was he doing keeping his old name uh, after he became a Ger? But he did. He still, kept his, uh, he still kept his old name, which is interesting. Now, there is, so there, there's definitely um, precedent in in, in Gemara that they use these names, and we don't know that much about the history of those names, so we don't know how they came about. 
What's interesting is like this. Uh, personally speaking, my... And, and it's just hard to understand why it is like this or why it became like this, but my, my father's whole family, my father included, they were all... In, you know, they grew up in, in Hungary. Father's European. He came over after the war, so he was he 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 grew up in Hungary. They were all given Hungarian names, and that's the name they were called. My aunts are are, are called by their their Hungarian, which then became anglicized name. My father's name in Hung, in Hungary was Gabor, and then when he came to this country, they didn't know what that was, so they changed to Gabriel. So his English name is Gabriel. Everybody assumes his name is Gabriel. It's not. It's Maisha. So it's, it's just very funny, you know. So why would his mother give him a name Gabriel if his name is Moshe? She didn't. She just gave him a name which was kind of popular in Hungary at the time, you know. Like uh, Andrew is a, like a Jewish name now. So uh, so so Gabor was in Hungary. It was it was it was a popular Jewish name. So and and there were not secular people. They were very from people in, in Hungary. We were part of the from community, but that was just the way it was done. Everybody got a secular name, and that was the name they used. They didn't call him Moshe. Even Yeshiva, they called him Maisha. I'm not even sure, but they it's definitely his parents and, and every the family all called him or, and and my aunts and etc. by their English name. So why would that be? Why why was it that the English, the secular name became the name and like they had a Hebrew name, they were given a Hebrew name and it's used here and there. And what's you know what what's interesting is that the concept of giving a, a secular name and using a secular name has, has a tremendous history. It's, it's very, very old. Very, very old. And it's, it's really strange to think how old it is. It's as old as, if you look at the first source over here, uh, no, this is, you see, the reason why uh, we find it in halachic literature a lot is because names are very, very important when it comes to Gitin, obviously, right? Ksuba, not as much. Staris, not as much. But in Gitten, it's a big deal. Gitten's a big deal. And, and one second, when you write a get, you have to write a person's name and you have to write all his names. And it actually makes a difference how you write it in a get. In other words, in a get, you write, this is a person's name, and then you write, these are his kinuyim, the miskiri, or you write hamachuna. So you write, you write it's, he's called this, and he's nicknamed this, and it becomes a big deal. What happens if the person really goes by his secular name? So what do you write? You write his name is this, and his nickname is his Hebrew name? Or do you write his Hebrew name is this and his nickname is his secular name? And this became a, poor, a big issue. And at some, well, some points in history, they wouldn't even write the secular name at all in a get. Uh, then, uh, then, it became, then that changed. So that's why we, in, in halakhic literature, you find a lot about it. And hence, that's what this chuva Rabbeinu Tam is about, right? Very famous Rabbeinu Tam. And he writes, Kama Meshumadim Girshun many people who went off the derech, um, we, we divorced their wives and they gave a get. And even though they took on a, a uh, Christian name, probably, they uh, didn't use that name in the get and they only wrote the Jewish name. The Ruba de Yisrael HaKikarle, because all the Jews called them that. The Loigara Mechanicha, and it's just, at least the Hebrew name is not worse. Listen to this. It's not worse than a, than a Kino, it's not worse than a nickname. So if we use the Hebrew name, at least we know the get is kosher. Listen to this. Ukeshigirish Rabeliazer Krivi. When my, uh, our, our relative, he's writing, the person he's writing the Chuba to is also his relative. So, Kishigir Shabiliyazer, our relative, Esmeras Rachel Deidusenu, the Rachel who was my, our aunt, right? So, who was Rabbeinu Tam's aunt? It was Rashi's daughter. Rashi's daughter. Bahaya Shmai Veshlin, his name was Veshlin, Ushma Bela. Shits. It was like Esats in, 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 in France. Rashi's daughter was Bela. Bela. That's, that's, a, that's a secular name. Now it became a Jewish name, a Hebrew, a Yiddish name, but Bela is a secular name, means uh, pretty. 
So I was, uh, she had a secular name, Rashi's daughter. Haven't, why did Rashi's daughter have a secular name? <laughs> Rashi, gave her, Rashi gave her an English name. Well, why? Because she wore Tefillin. Because she wore Tefillin. I don't know if this one did. This one, this one got divorced. I don't, know, I don't know what went on in her life, you know. Just that. Also, historically speaking, it's kind of interesting. Regardless, so, so she had an a, a English name, Bela. And they only wrote the name Eliezer and Rachel in the get. They just dropped the nickname. Mostly the non-Jews used it. The fact that the majority of non-Jews used the name is nothing. What the Jews call him is the Rav because you're Jewish. So we see it, you know, just as a source. Rashi, right, a thousand years ago about, a little less, uh, called his daughter by, it's, I gave, gave a secular name to his daughter and his son-in-law. Rashi's son-in-law was probably some, it was some pretty important, right? He, he had a secular name. So we could speculate that perhaps those secular names were just in order to deal with the non-Jews and maybe the non-Jews had required it at the time. Okay, you know, that, we could speculate. But, but that's just a fact. Now you look also, um, before we see the next uh, piece, skip ahead over here. The, ne- the, the bottom of the, of the page, Vigam Ein Eloi, this is the Leket Yosher. The Leket Yosher is a Musa Sefer, mostly, and uh, he it was a Talmud of the Trumas Hadeshen. Trumas Hadeshen, one of the very famous Rishainim, a lot of our halacha, uh, comes from, from, from the Trumas Hadeshen. Now, does anybody know what the Trumas Hadeshen's name was? This is, a, this is a good one. Does anybody know? Okay, Trumas Hadeshen's name is Rav Iserlein. Rav Iserlein. That's his name, Iserlein. Iserlein is a secular name. He says, that wasn't his name. It's not what he was called up to the Torah. It wasn't called to the Torah, Iserlein. So look over here, he says, um, skip to line number four. He's explaining the name of his Sefer, why he called it Lekad Yosher. So line number four. It's also the, na- the name of the Goyen, who is his Rebbe, who was called to the Sefer Torah, Yisrael, but everybody calls him Rav Yisraelin. And my name is Yoslin, even though I need Nikrila Sefer Torah, Yosef, Rav Moshe. Right? So, so he called his name based on Reb, Reb, the, the Truman Sedeshin's actual name, not on his, uh, his name that everybody called him, which was his secular name. Right? So here, this is talking about Jews over here. Right? He had to tell everybody, you should know, when he gets an aliyah, this is what he's called up, otherwise we wouldn't know who he's referring to. So they, they called him Iserlain, which was a, Iser, it's still, it's, it's still a, 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 a secular version, I mean, the Jewish secular version of Yisrael. Israel, Isser, Isser, it's, uh, Isser, it's like Israel. It's short for Israel. So that's, that's uh, the name that he had. So it's pretty interesting. It's also one of the Rishayim. And this is one of the Rishayim. Now we see that he actually went by that name. It wasn't just that he had a secular name. He actually went by that name. That's what he was called. The Magad Mishnah. The Magad Mishnah is Rabbi Vidal. Uh, Rabbi Vidal. Vidal is not a uh, Jewish name. Vidal is a uh, French kind of name. Or what? Vidal Sassoon. So, yeah, it's a French, a French name. Um, yeah. Um, another, another example is... Uh, somewhere. Maimon. There you go. Maimon. Ramesh is going to talk about this. The Rambam's father, Maimon, that is not a Jewish name either. Maimon is a uh, Spanish name. So... So the names, so having secular names is something that's been in practice for for many hundreds of years in the Rishonim, and they went by their, they went by their secular names, and uh, it's going to have to try to understand why. I'm not sure I'm going to understand why, but here's this is the funniest thing. Not only did they have a secular name, right? They had 
a naming ceremony for the secular name, for boys and for girls. And it even had a name. It was called Cholkreish, or Holkreish. It was a, a, an ancient um, Ashkenaz minig that went on, the Rishonim talk about it even, because uh, they have issues, they used to throw candies, uh, they used to throw fruit, and the fruit got ruined. They had issues with baltashkas, that's how it comes up in the Rishonim, and then they, and then they that's how I imagine, they switched to candies and pekloch. But look at this, it's been mentioned over here in the Chuvas of Maram Mintz. Maram Mintz is uh, also very, very early Akron. So he, it's in the second paragraph here. Uh, again, he's talking about names of Gitin. Her name was Chana, Ach, Mashakar, and Chanlin, everybody will call her Chanlin. Um, That's what I heard from my father. We heard from his Rebbeim, Tam. Why do we call in German Hahu Kriya? This the, when we give the name Shem Choyl Crunch. Why do we call Choyl Choylkranch? There appears the Kriyas Choyl means calling out a uh, a secular name. Kliyamer the Koyin Hahu Shaita. At that point, they give a name Liyanuka to the child Shem Hachoyl, his secular name. Kegayinim Shmaya Koydish Shmuel. Like if his name is uh, his his Koydish name is Shmuel, Shem Hachoyl Zanvil. And then his secular name is Zanvil. Zanvil is the name that used to go along with Shmuel. The Koyin Loi Zanvil, and then they just well. Still is, yeah. Shmuel Zanvil, yeah, it goes together. Yeah, right? So, Chol Christ, the Shtei Tevois, Chalufa Yishem HaChol, Christ Pierce Tzaka, they would call it out. Now, if you look over here on the bottom, in Shinuya Hager Soyuz, he, uh, there's another, another version here where he explains it a little bit more. Avagav Shenikra Bishas HaChol Christ Chanlon. So, even though she was called during her Chol Christ, she was called Chanlon. This is how they did it. After a woman who had a baby girl, the basic ness is when she goes to the shul for the first time, right? That's when she goes to hear Kaddish or Kedusha. That's when you give a name to the girl. You call out that at that point to the children. Shem hachoyl, the the choyl name. And for a boy too. They call it out and they announce it now. Blush and Ashkenaz, Begola, Tachten, Colonel, Tucker, Christ, etc. So they had this whole, uh, they made a whole thing out of it. It was a thing. You went to Shul and you had a whole Christ. Well, it went out of style at some point, but they, they, uh, they, 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 they made a whole a whole procedure out of which also even harder to understand. Now, I saw one safer that um, that talks about this. He's uh, it's the, the, the Taisus Yantiv. His name was Lipman Yantiv Lipman Heller. If you look in the any Mishnais, Lipman is a secular name, and Lipman was a secular name that goes together with Yantiv. Like uh, there's a lot of again, like we said, uh, uh, Usher and Anshel go together. Um, um, Pinchas goes with Seligman. You know, Tzvi Harish, like we said, there's a whole bunch of interesting ones. Uh, the funny one is, um, um, this, is a, this is a pretty funny one. No, one second. Give me a second. Mendel, I don't know how that works. Uh, wait, wait. Shraga, right. Shraga and Fival. Fivish is Phobus, the god of fire. Shraga is fire. 
That was pretty weird. That's very interesting. Uh, who came up with that one? But anyway, so that was the that that so some of them, they all have a pshat. So Lipman has a pshat as well. Lipman for Yantiv because Lipman means really Liebman, like with a base. Liebman means beloved, and it means like a, a beloved is good. So like Yantiv, a good kid is a Liebman, good so etc. Now this is the person who's writing. There's a person who's writing that told us of the. He's writing you know the the history of the Taisus Yantiv. Taisus Yantiv wrote himself a little bit of his history. He wrote a sefer called Megillas Eva. With the, the Megillah of hatred, where he wrote about how he was, uh, he was um, had Redifus, he was chased after, he was oppressed, and he he had a lot of suffering in his life, and he wrote it so that people could see you could suffer that much, and you could still come out, you know, after all that ahead and, and with your amuna. So anyway, the person who's writing about this says that he thinks that the pshat why they did Cholkreish, why they made the whole thing out of it, is specifically to demonstrate that we're not happy about the fact that we have secular names. We wanted to call out Baruch, you know, you stuck us here in Gala so that we have to, we have no choice. We have to deal with these, these uh, secular names. It's like by Yitzhakol Hashem, by Mitzrayim, they called out Hashem Mitzrayim. So we call out Hashem, the secular names. Look, look what you're forcing us to do. That's his theory, maybe. But the bottom line is, what? This were person who's right. What? Were any of these names common among Goyim in, in Europe? Um, I don't know. I don't know if they, uh, but certainly some of them are, are clearly regular English, right. uh, you know, secular yeah. names of, of the time. Yeah. Now, I'll just tell you an interesting thing which I was wondering about. And I was wondering like this. Let's say, you know, someone's parents are, have, have English names and they might have Hebrew names, but no one uses those Hebrew names. If they're not religious in particular, they don't get an aliyah, they, never, they absolutely never use their Hebrew names, right? So they have English names and everything. So let's say you want a daven for your mother or your father. Which name do you use? Do you use the name, the Hebrew name, that they never use, that no one uses? A name that you don't use is not really your name. It's called a Shem Shenishtakeah. It's a name that's been forgotten. It's a name that's never used. You don't write it in a get. If you, if you don't, you don't, the person never uses the name, you don't write it. So what's the right way to daven for that so person's name? Possibly. But if a person gets an aliyah once every five years, you know, so... It's also not that that doesn't mean much. What so, if what if you're called up then your father, even though he doesn't? Same idea. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that means anything, right? right. I, I understand that you're using it because you're you're choosing to use it, but but I, I, it's not really his name. You choosing to use it doesn't make it his name. <laughs> he has to be called that, right? What about your middle names? Like your middle names that you, know? that you never use. Same thing. The only time it ever gets used is when you get called up to the tire, right? Or if you want your mother wants to yell at you. So <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> I'm saying, so otherwise those names don't get used. So I, I don't know when, what, what, I don't even know that they have any. So I found this fascinating thing. If you look at this, look at this little insert over here on the left of the first page. It says here, this is written by a, a Rav, a Sephardi Rav. His name is Moshe Yechoi Raz, Rav in Lud. And he writes an interesting thing about, he's a Sephardi. He writes an interesting thing about Rav Ad Yosef. Now what he's talking about, the topic he's talking about, he wrote a sefer about, about names. So one of the things he's talking about is like this. I'm assuming everybody says after Shemana Esther, you say a Pasuk for your name. Right. Familiar with that? You say it's supposed to say a Pasuk for your name. Now if you have two names, how many Pasukim do you say? Two. Show of hands. Two. What? Two. Two. two? One. Two? Two. Today I was speaking to Rabbi Walter. He has two names. His name is Meshachayim. I asked him, how many Pasukim does he say? He says one. I call over his son. His son happened to be there. His son has two names. I asked him, how many Pasukim do you say? He says, two. <laughs> so you two should talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they had a conversation. So, I, you know, it, it's actually not... What? Okay, true. So, some people, do, some people do one, some people do two. Now, here, listen to this. Someone asked Rechaim Kenievsky, so, someone asked Rechaim Kenievsky, what should you do? 
So Chaim can ask you said, you should say three psukim. Why? Because what do you do? When you say a pasik, you say a pasik that has the, the first letter is the first letter of your name, and the last letter is the last letter of your name, right? So you say, say one pasik for your first name that has the first and last letter. Another pasik for your second name that has the first and last letter of your second name. And then a third pasik that has the first letter of your first name and the last letter of your last name. Because if your two names are really one name. Well, yeah, if you, yeah, assuming they're all different, right? So, because you, the two names take the first letter, a pasik that has the first letter of the first name, and last letter of last name because it could be the two names are really one name. So that was a kind of... Second name or your family middle, name? Middle you know, your middle name. Your middle so, name. So, 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 uh, and if you have three names, yeah, they can get complicated. Yeah, you have a lot of, you can say a lot of psukim. You have a lot of time after one answer. So anyway, so that's what Chaim Kanevsky held, right? So he had you saying a lot of pasuk. So that's the first thing this, this fellow writes. Then he writes that, does anybody know what Rabbi Vadi Yosef's name is? What was Rabbi Vadi Yosef's name? Well, that's the English name. But what, what was his actual name, Hebrew name? Avad Yosef, correct. That was his Hebrew name. Yosef was not his last name. He took on Yosef as a last name. His, I don't know what his last name used to be, but he took on Yosef as a last name. His actual first name, two names, was Avad Yosef. But he only said one plastic for Avadia. He didn't consider his name Yosef to be even his name because no one even knew that that's his name. Everybody assumed it's his last name. So he didn't even say a pasik for Yosef because he considered it a shame shenishtekeh, Avad Yosef. So when they daven for him when he was sick, I wonder what they said. Did they say daven for Avad or Avad Yosef? I'm sure when he was called up to the Torah, he was called Avad Yosef, right? Uh, so someone must have known. What? Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, I'm just pointing out, it's a fascinating thing. If a name is never used, if a name is actually never used, it's, it's very questionable whether that name should be used or not. I, I found, if you look, turn, go to the next page, in Halicha Shleimah, which talks about the, it's the, and Rav Shleimah Zalman didn't actually write this, but he, he, um, he, he, it's like things that he said that Tommy didn't wrote down. So it's not a hundred percent reliable, but it's okay. So it says, When you're davening for a chayla, you should say his name, and their main name, not their nicknames. Unless his name has been forgotten. You don't use it at all, right? So he seems to say that if you're davening for someone, you have to use the name that's used. Don't use the name that's not used. Then it says in the Ha'ar over there, Mihu But the nickname is not just a shortening of the name. It's a whole different kind of nickname. Then It uses real name, not his nickname. This is nicknames. I don't know about secular names. So I don't know exactly where Shalim Zalman stands on this, but he definitely holds that this is an issue. Definitely holds that it's an issue, a name that's not used. When you dive for the person, don't use that name. Yeah, then it's like, you know, it's not... It's not uh, it, 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 it won't be considered referring to that person. Okay, let's get back, and that's, this is a little bit of the history of names. Now, we should know that names are, are a big deal. Names are a big deal. Uh, you look over here, this is a famous thing, everybody knows it, but this happens to be the source. In Arizal and Shal Gugulam, Nimsa Kikashanela to Adam, when a person is born, when his parents call him a name, that, that seems that they think it comes in their mind, it's not random, it doesn't just happen to fall into their minds. Kajborhu puts in your mouth, Hashemahu, that name, Hamukrach El Hanashamahi, that is the proper name for that Nashama, Kamesha Kosava Kosova Shasham, some Shemois Baretz, says Shamois, and we read it Shemas. Kajborhu put names in the world. So the, the, the name that you actually end up naming your child. Uh, as as much as you think that you're you know the one that's that's uh, uh, agonizing over it, it's it's whatever ends up coming out of your mouth was put in your mouth by Kadosh Baruch. The Medrash says 
Next, uh, the ne- next source over here is Zechariah Yemayis Olam Binu Shnois Dar Vidar. It's passing in Azinu La Olam Yiv the God in B'Shemes. You should be very careful about the names. Look, Rilav Noi Haroi Li is Sadik. Pick a name that will be Roy for your son to be a Sadik. Ilu for Amim Hashem Gorim Toiv Gorim Ra. Sometimes the name can bring good or bad. Kamoshim Mitzina B'Muraglam. We find the Muraglam Shamua Ben Zakur. The Gemara has all these names of the Muraglam. The Gemara darshans each one the something you know negative. Al Shalosh Shama B'Divrei Amakim Chaynim Tzu B'Sefer of Moshe Darshan. So. The Medrashan Chuma says that, um, that be careful with the names that you choose. Now, you might say, one second, who cares, right? Hashem's putting it in my... Okay, I don't know. We, we, there, there is some, some uh, Heshtablas involved here. What? Musician's putting them out. It's also putting in your head six months before. I'm guessing, right? So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> There's a Yudiyam Bechira issue here, but okay. So let's move on. Then it says in Yuma Daflam Ches Shem Rishoim Yirkov the halacha that you know we all say the, the names of Rishoim should rat. What does that mean? Amr Abelazar. What it really means is that Rakvuvis Talab Shmeisim Tolei Maskina B'Shemayim. Don't use those names. Don't name your children after those people. And Master Ravina Maisim. Okay, whatever. There's a whole story. It's a horrible story. You can look at that. But in any case, you shouldn't use the name of a Rasha. Now, a fascinating thing is that there's an Amira, an Amira mentioned in Yerushalmi of Trumas, whose father's name was Titus. It's like calling your son Hitler. <laughs> you know? How did a Jewish boy get a name Titus? So, so, uh, but I don't know. That's his name. So uh, maybe it was pronounced differently. Maybe it was. Maybe maybe there was some other kind of pronunciation. Um, but it's yeah. So that's where this becomes this becomes an issue. Right? Using 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 a name Nimrod, a name like that is a, a very very bad practice, as you see. There's a funny story here. The next story in this Gemara, Yuma Daf Pei Gimel. The Gemara says like this: Reb Meir, Reb Yehuda, and Reb Yosi have a kazlo b'orcha. Reb Meir, Reb Yehuda, and Reb Yosi were traveling. Reb Meir had a daig b'shmar. Reb Meir had this practice of like paying attention to a person's name, and Reb Yehuda, Reb Yosi loved a daig b'shmar. They didn't have this practice. They came to a place and they needed an inn. Yavule and they found a place that gave him an inn. Amru loy mashmach. They asked the innkeeper, "What's your name?" Amru lahu Kidar. My name is Kidar. Omar Meir said, Shmami Nadim Rasho. He has name Kidar, he's got to be an evil person. Shanamar Kidar Tapuchos Hema. So it's two words, Kidar, the same name, Kidar Tapuchos Hema. Now, I don't know if the practice started from this Gemara or preceded this Gemara, but in, in Yerdea, there's a Ramah that says that if you have a son, the Lailenu is a Mamzer, you call him Kidar. You have to name your son who's a mamzer, a name that people will be able to identify that person's a mamzer. It's bad enough, the kid didn't do anything, but he has to live his life with a name like that. So I don't know if the process, the, the, that started from this Gemara, or it was previous, then it makes a little bit more sense. That, that you know, he understood they were giving him that name, it was because there was something wrong with his lineage. So in any case, he's a Russia because his name is Kidar. So Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda, they gave him their valuables to entrust, and Rabbi Yehuda, he didn't. He didn't trust him with his valuables. Also, Rabbi Meir and Natri Kuliyama, so he went and watched it all day, but I say, and then he brought it. The next morning, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda asked the Kidar, Shavlan Kisan, please give us our valuables. Amrulahu, Ladam, never happened, you never gave me anything. So Amrulahu, Rabbi Meir, so Rabbi Meir says, Why didn't you pay attention to his name? I told him, you know, he's a Russia. Amrulahu, Amrulahu, they told him, Maybe you should tell, let us in on the secret. So, I was just chayshish, I didn't know it for a fact, I wasn't ready to tell you, you should have realized it on your own. So, uh, it, it, this is a big deal. You know, here's a guy, he got a name. Well, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Russian Hari is saying, yeah, I would, I, I would think so. So, but regardless, the name, the name is a big deal. You see the name, giving a name that's a good name, a name that's associated with Sadiqim, a name that's not, uh, you know, not been associated with anybody evil, is, is a big deal. So uh, this is just regarding naming your children. 
and perhaps your own name. But it's it's important to it's an it's an important thing. It's it's a big deal a name. Now, what do we know about keeping Jewish names? Right. So we all know we just learned Parashat Shemais, the Medrash. That why was Klal Yisrael Zaycha to come out of Mitzrayim? Because Lashinu Eshmam, Eshoshinam, Eshmabushim, they didn't change their name, they didn't change their language, and they didn't change their clothing. Right? So it seems like it's a highly Jewish thing not to change your name and to use the names like Ruvain. And the, the Medrash says that what does it mean, Lashinu Eshmam, they didn't change their names. Their name was Yehuda, they didn't call him Leonin. Right? Now Leonin is, would be nowadays Leon, and Leon is Lion. That would, that's the, 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 the secular version for Yehuda or for Aryeh, I guess. Uh, and it was then too. It's a Greek name. So it, 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 that, that, the Medrash says exactly what it means. They called the name Yehuda and they didn't give him the secular version of the, of the Hebrew name. So it seems like it's a very Jewish thing. Now, this is true, but what language am I talking right now? I'm talking English, right? So, so uh, I'm not giving a share about talking English, right? I'm not I'm saying we should speak Hebrew, but speaking the language of the, that, of the land that we lived in has been in practice, as we know from all of history. So, uh, some reason that's, no one makes a big deal about the language we're speaking, but we, we do make a big deal about the name. So, Lashinus, Lashinam, that somehow didn't get, it wasn't as popular. I mean, even though, you know, the people that were into Yiddish and teaching Yiddish and learning in Yiddish, they talk, made a, a big deal about that. But uh, even though speaking, I remember, as I mean, the, with the school I went to, elementary school I went to, Hassan Seifer was a, a Yiddish-speaking school. But they, uh, at one point, they weren't really Hasidic school. It was, a, it was, it was a Borough Park school. It wasn't a Hasidic school. And the, then the, the the principals changed. The principal was a little bit more Hasidic. So he wanted to make everybody speak only Yiddish all day, like even uh, during recess and uh, stuff like that. So he tried first with rewards, then he tried with punishments. Didn't work. <laughs> neither neither worked, and then none of the none of them worked. And uh, in the, in class, the rabbis spoke Yiddish, but uh, to each other, we we didn't we didn't speak Yiddish. But it's not, it's not a thing, you know, you, it's very, very, it's rare that, that you only speak Yiddish. The, the, you know, Hasidim do, Hasidim try it, but not all Hasidim, not all Hasidim do it. And, and, and in Israel, they, they, some speak Yiddish, some speak Hebrew, others all Hebrews uh, like speaking English, you know, so it's, uh, so, so there's that. But in any case, Lashinu as Lashinam was never caught on. Ramesha points this out. He says, if you're going to want to say that, that changing a name is an Isser, and we're going to see Maram Sheikh holds it's an Isser Deraisi, he says, you know, don't start from this method. That's for sure not. Don't start from this medrash of Lashinu Eshmam, Vaslavusham. They didn't change their names because it says their language everybody changes. So, so clearly this, this is not a, an Isser. It's a nice thing, but it's, it's not an Isser. So let's just see the, the medrash, the Shir Shirim. Medrash says, Over here, last Mar Makam here, of Huna Bishem Bar Kapara Amar, Buschus Arbad Varm Nigalu Yisram Mitzrayim. There are four things that cause Kaliyashwat to be uh, redeemed from Mitzrayim. Shlashina Shmam, they didn't change their name. Lashina Sushainim, they didn't change their language. Amru Lashon Hara. Here it says they didn't say Lashon Hara. And there was no one that was over on Arayas. Lashina Shmam, Ruven Shimon Nachten. They went down to Mitzrayim, they were called Ruven Shimon. Ruven Shimon Salkin, they left Mitzrayim being called Ruven Shimon. Loya Karin Leruven Rufus. Ruven didn't get changed into Rufus. Loya Shimon Loya Karin Lulni. Excuse me, Lastim, Vinyamin, Alexander. So they didn't change the names, they didn't take on secular names, and they kept their names to the, their Hebrew names. Now, the morale is explaining this Medrash, and that's on the side over here in Guru Hashem. And uh, he goes, the whole explanation, and we're not going to have time to go through the whole thing. You can take a look at it later. It's a beautiful piece. It explains what was the importance of Klai Yisrael and Mitzrayim, not changing these things. The point was that they shouldn't have a connection to the Mitzrayim, because if they would have bonded with the Mitzrayim, they would have become one with the Mitzrayim. They would have become one nation. They would have lost their identity as a nation. And it would not have been possible for them to go out 
and to be redeemed. Now, if you look at the second half of this, it's like there's a little space here in between the two parts. So in the second, the second part of it, uh, he says like this, the reason, this is why Chachamim said that it was in merit of these four things that they came out of Mitzrayim. When they were in Mitzrayim, it wasn't like the Goliath Shehem Ata. It's not like when we're in Golis now. We've already become a nation. After we left Mitzrayim, HaKadosh Baruch took us as a nation. Therefore, it's impossible. We can never assimilate to the nations. Therefore, we, by definition, we're going to be royal legula. So we don't need that anymore. We don't need the Lashinu Eshmam, Ves Lashainam, Ves Malbusham, and Ladibra Lashin Harav to be necessarily the only thing, the only way that we can have a Geula. Because we already are a defined nation. Because Baruch has already made us into a nation. Rabbi Moshe adds to this, and he says it's, that Kaj Baruch gave us the Torah. So we already have our own definition. We have other things that define us, who we are as Jews. And that's what keeps our identity. Right? But in Mitzrayim, Jews weren't a nation yet. They didn't become a nation until they left. You became a nation, and not previously. So if Jews would not in Mitzrayim have been careful, that they shouldn't change, it would be impossible for them to return the way they were. They already changed, and they can't be redeemed. But us, it's a different story. Okay, so the morale, the morale already says that you can't really apply the concept of obviously it's a beautiful thing. He's not saying it's not, but he's saying that's the, what, what the way it was the importance it had in Mitzrayim is not the same kind of importance that it has now, which is fascinating. Okay, so we know now, at least from a Ashkafic point of view, right? So we know the Mitzrayim is, the fact is that secular names were always used. Not only were they used, they even made a whole ceremony out of giving a secular name. We know that Ashkafically in Mitzrayim was a big deal, and now the Morales saying that was in Mitzrayim. That doesn't necessarily apply to our Goliath, and we certainly know Lashina Lashinim is not something we're very mocked on. So now the question is is there a halachic halachic problem with using a secular name? So let's take a look at this chuva of the Maharam Sheikh. Ram Sheikh is uh, historically someone that was very much a champion for trying to uh, keep away from assimilation. You know, he was Hungarian. Hungarians were very strong with, against assimilation. There was much less of the Haskalah in Hungary than there were in other places. Uh, they had their own problems, but that, that wasn't one of their problems. And he was one of the people that made a lot of uh, Muhammad. He made a lot of wars about this. He's the one that has his big chuva about using secular dates. He has, you know, a lot of these kind of things he, 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 he writes uh, chuvas about. So this is one of his chuvas. I'm sorry? No, no, he was not Hasidish. He was Hungarian. He was a he was a Talmud of the Chassam Seifer or a Talmud of the Talmud of the Chassam Seifer. So he was that that kind of person. So let's see uh, let's see what he writes over here. This is Chuva Kuf Samach Tes. He's writing it to Mayor Kalish. So he says, "Im Amna, she'ein ani yedaya lachanes oisa." I don't know how to properly address you. Mikamakum reisi. Shroi lahoshev al hadavra shashal. I'll answer the question you're asking. Sheish bnei adam shemachanim atzmen b'shem hagayim. There are people that they use secular names, goyish names. Malasin eriyah hechirchaisem, and you have given them musr. 
Dare Amru Bemedrish, because the Medrish says, because in the merit of not changing your names, that's how we were Zech to leave Mitzrayim. And they answer, the people that he's rebuking for using their secular names, it's fine, we have a Jewish name, and that's what we get our Aliyah with. And this is foolishness. There's an Issa Deraisa to have a secular name, to use a secular name. You have a, a pasik, an open pasik, and end I separated you from the nations to be for me. And the, the Safri learns from there. We cannot uh, identify with the nations in any way. This is an important point. If the reason why you're using a secular name is because you want to assimilate somewhat, you want to be part of the culture that you're in, then that you're over what the Torah says, that you can't, be, uh, you can't be like them. Now, before we go a little further here. So first of all, Many people do use or take on a secular name simply because it's just, uh, for business, it's kind of impossible, right? You call yourself Chaim Michiel Feivish. Every time you have to make a phone call, it's not going to go over well, right? Um, and, uh, you, know, uh, you know, people were telling me, you call this Chassidish guy in, in New York has a very clear Chassidish accent, and his name is Charlie. Right, so his father, his parents didn't call him Charlie. They, he just took on that name to make his life uh, simpler, what, instead of whatever his name actually is. So that would just that wouldn't transgress us at all. The Ramshik should not have an issue with that at all. Even if Ramshik's problem is a problem, they're just trying to you know make make life simpler. Now my brother's name is Tzvi. It just they can't pronounce Tzvi. They can't get past. You know, so he calls himself Steve when he does whenever he does business. So anyway, so right, my mother actually gave him an English name. Uh, he doesn't like that English name that she gave him, so she uses a different one, Henry. That's you know, like you know, from fifty years ago. Anyway, uh, and uh, the same way that we shouldn't try to identify them with our clothing and with the way they walk, and everything else they do. We certainly can't be like them in their names. We should do like our parents did. They were a great nation. Were outstanding there. They were they were recognizable from their from their names. Now listen to this. He says. Story. <laughs> this is a very interesting story. I was a, a rav of a city called Yergin in Hungary. It's near Preshburg, actually, probably Czechoslovakia today. And, and I had a had situation. I gave the Matricle, which I guess was for taxes or for whatever purposes, to the to the the, the government appointee for this. Hisra, so he looked at all the names and Hisra Mufana, and he started yelling at me. This is the guy yelling at him. What's going on here? That the Jews are taking on all these non-Jewish names. All other nations. They 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 they. Uh, 
are proud of the names that they get from their nation. The Hainu, Ungarin, the Hungarians, Franzesische, the, the French, they all, they all honor, they respect their language, and their names. And they won't change their names for anything. This is a great honor. And the Jews, they're from the original nations. They are embarrassed to use their natural names and they're changing their names to secular names of the non-Jews and this is very embarrassing and didn't have what to tell them it was very embarrassing for their Ramshik. I just pushed him off. What we do, we're in Gaulus. So he, 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 you know, he, he, he pushed him off. He gave him some kind of answer, but he, uh, he is bothered very much. The guy is giving the Ramshik Musr about why the, why the Jews are using uh, non-Jewish names. This also is a akium uh, of the pasuk Kidor tapuchos hema. There's a, a nation, an upset nation. Banim la'imam children I can't trust. our parents, and all the generations before them. They had a very difficult time with the galus. And even so, they didn't change their name. And they were not embarrassed of their Jewish name. They were proud of their Jewish names. Right, it's coming up. Yes, Yehudi Hay Beshushan with Chazal Darshan, Mordechai was Muchtar Beni Musim. He had a, had numerous names. He was crowned with numerous names. Shalasalatz Mei Keser. He made a crown for himself. Shahu Yehudi. He was Jewish. Vekimu Bechukaseim Leiselecho. And with this, they were Mekayim the Mitzvah Bechukaseim Leiselecho. Don't follow in their their paths. Vehavdolascha Min Haamim. And I separated you from the nations. The but now the it, 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 now it's even easier for us. We're not we're not at that point. You know things were still, we're getting a little better. In you know he didn't know where things were about to go, but things were getting better. It was before World War One still. The, the 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 Jews are not so. Um, denigrated between the nations. Hey, Mishanu Shmuel Mulushmai Now they're going to start changing their names and their language. Kedei Lidmois Lahem Atzma Lumas Ayom to try to identify with the nations. Viesh Laham Lutzeb Bekra Kedar Tapuchas Hema. And this is what we can understand the pasuk means. Zesh Kasev Banim Laema and Bam. I can't trust them. Hainu Shein Roitzim B'Shem Hamagdilmas. And they want the name that makes them so so precious. Umeatema Sheri Amr Biyuma Daflam Chesam Abeis. The Aser Likrois B'Shem Ishu Rasha. You're not to use the name of a person who's a Rasha. So he says, Those people, they're using Goyeshan names. They see that they're identifying and they're honoring Goyim more than Jews. They would call their children, the sons and daughters, on their because of their father's names. Where they would name their children after tzaddikim, holy people. Those were the people that we respected. But the new people, they're they're disrespecting their their ancestors. And their holy people, and instead they are giving chashivus. Uh, to the non-Jewish names, and this is a tremendous dishonor to their parents, etc., etc. So, you, as you can see, he's not very excited about this. And then he mentions the next paragraph, he mentions that in a get, 
uh, we don't even write the, the non-Jewish name, and then he says that uh, the Chassam Sefer said you should. But anyway, in the end, he says uh, no one should do this. No one should use a, a non-Jewish name. Okay. So now, that, that was the Maram Shik's uh, opinion. Very, very strong, very, very fierce. He held that it was the wrong thing. And, it's, and again, in particular, because he understood taking on the non-Jewish name, the secular name, as just trying to become a part of the non-Jewish culture, trying to get a non-Jewish identity, that's what he really had the issue with. Now. This is correct. <laughs> you know, I don't know. He doesn't address the fact that, right, like I'm saying, there's, we have a lot of... Uh, we have tons of of of, of, of Well, you know, you know what? You look, you look in Tysus. Tysus quotes a Rabbeinu Peter. That's Peter. <laughs> now, Peter is a very Goyish name. <laughs> that's not just Goyish name. That's one of the, the you know. That's a Christian, a real Christian name, like John. Uh, there's uh, there's well. Not J O N. J O H N. Someone's name is actually John. That's that's. What? Oh, you mean the... Oh, wait, whatever. I'm just saying the same... Maybe, fine. You can get away with that one. But you get the idea. Luke, yeah. <laughs> so it's a very, very... very. But hey, one was called Petr. There was another... There was another Rishon called... Um, also, Tysus quotes them. There's another Rishon. His name was... Albert. There's Albert and Simon. Interestingly enough, even Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, Akiva was a Rome, a Roman version of Yaakov. It was like Yankel. Even Rabbi Akiva was uh, his name was a. So I don't know. He doesn't address all that, right? He doesn't address all that, and it's clear like all the Amoraim that had the the Aramaic names. All right, we don't know. So, in any case, yeah. Oh, so the next Maramakam here is Chuvus of Safnas Paneach. Safnas Paneach was the Ragachava. Now, the Ragachava actually was Chasidish. And uh, he, he starts off by quoting the people that take on the secular names. I am a Shut Maram which we just learned. So he has a long chuba. In, in, in the middle, he writes, I could write a lot about this. If all you're doing is, is just translating your Hebrew name into English, there's absolutely no problem. Right? So if you say our name is Avram and you say Abraham, um, so far, Je- Jacob for Yaakov and so on and so forth, that he says that's not an issue at all. So he says, even according to Ram Shik, using the English translation of your name is nothing. That's only true where they match. Well, if your English name is different than your Hebrew name, you would say that's a problem. Yeah, that's what he's trying to say. Right? But he's saying that much at least is not, even the Ram Shik would hold is okay. That's the point he's trying to make. So if the right? English name is common among Goyim, though, that's, yeah. it, it's kind of missing the point. True, true, but he's yeah. saying you can't, that, that he says you just, translating your name, you can't, uh, that he says you can't have a problem with that. Well? Yeah, yeah it's Daniel, Daniel, right, exactly. Mitchell is a, yeah, Mitchell is. It's some kind of a... Right, it's the same idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was wondering, was your question about, like, if the Hebrew name is Moshe and you decide to go by David in English, is that, that's the question you were asking? Oh, oh, that's what you're asking. I mean, you use a English version of a Hebrew name, just not your Hebrew name. Oh, 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 oh I get it, I get it, I get it. No, I have, I have, right, right, right. Oh, that's an interesting question. Would he have had a problem with that? I don't know. It sounds like the only word is Metargim Shema. Right, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. Yeah. I'm not sure. Right. Is that also applied for translating it into a foreign language in any foreign language? Yeah, whether it's Zemeik, right. Yeah, that's all the same. That's all the same. Okay, so we see 
we have now the Maramshik, he's the, he's the most radical opinion, right? So he's the one who holds the Nisa Deraisa, and he's very, very against it. And even according to Maramshik, we're saying anglicizing your name is not, that itself is not a problem. But otherwise, and also we demonstrated that according to Maramshik, if again, the reason why you're using your English name is because simply just makes life easier when dealing with non-Jews, that also is okay. The, the bigger issue is when, you know, that's the name, the name that the issue that they would have is that that's the name you go by, that's the name you're called, and that's the name you're using. So now, let me tell you like this. My, my father-in-law, um, in his shul, he calls everybody by their Hebrew names, right? So even the people that no one calls them by their Hebrew names, he, he calls them by their Hebrew names. And I remember coming here, I was wondering if I should do that. I decided <laughs> against it. But, uh, but um, and I was wondering, I just, well, I didn't even ask him today. I was going to ask, forgot to ask him. But I was just wondering why he would do a thing like that. Why, what, what's, the, what's the purpose of doing it? And then I see the, the next chuva of Moshe, and I, I think that's the reason why he does it. And Moshe was obviously aware of all this. Moshe even refers to the fact that there were Rishonim that had, that had a, a secular names, but he still is very against it. So here, this is where my Moshe has three chuvas about this. So this is, one, this is the first chuva. He named they're regarding English names, secular names that I wrote. It's, it's, it's a, a maguna. Maguna means it's like a disrespectful thing. It's not an iser. We see. There were many secular names from every, every country. After a long, long stretch of time, and we changed countries, he says, probably when the first person called his daughter Elka, or uh, Brindy, or whatever, there were probably people that had a problem, or Bela, or Esperanza, and they probably yelled about it. So, uh, but, then it became forgotten, the whole issue, and it became just a thing, and now it's a Jewish name. Right, so that's become became a Jewish name. By women, it's even more like that. Us from the Ashkenaz people, they're these German names or Yiddish names, in other words, and from the Sfaradisha, there's the Spanish names. And there are many Goyenim. It seems to be a secular name. For us to say, that they did something the Jews have become used to these names. There's no reason to say that it's a Gnai. You don't have to change the name. If, let's say, you're naming after a grandmother or a grandfather that had an English or Yiddish name, let's call it, right? So you're naming after a Sprinter, you're naming after a Feibel. Don't have to change the name. You, can use, you should use that name. It's covered for your family. And nowadays, the problem is the other way around. No one wants to use those names. <laughs> and everybody is translating them back into Lush and Kaidish, right? Yaffa was for, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Shendi, and uh, Rezel is uh, Shoshana, and etc. Everybody's changing those names back into the Hebrew names. But that's not, not because they don't like the names. It's mostly because it's going to be embarrassing for the child. And that, that the Paiskim right. Rechaim Kineski wrote, other wrote also that you can't give your child the name that's going to embarrass the child, that the child's going to be embarrassed of. So even if you want to, give him a second name. Yeah. Even the Rav Shikl would be masking in this kind of case. In other words, if you have a name that 
was an English name in Hungary and you're using it now in America, there's no right. sort of assimilation. So you don't have Shikluch, everybody must be Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. I mean, calling Fievel nowadays is not a good way to, feel, to assimilate. Very true. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's fine. It's a Jewish name. Yes. Yeah, so you would not have the, his problem. That's correct. So uh, he says, uh, By the way, I forgot to say, the last name Shik, which was the Maram Shik's last name, he doesn't write this. Um, but there are those that say that it was at the point when everybody had to take on a surname, the, the, you know, because of taxes and census or whatever, they forced everybody to take on a surname. A surname Shik. The person who took that on was Shame Yisrael Kaidish. <laughs> that was the the pshat in that name. This is some people say. Anyway, should respect your elders. When you want to, certainly when you want to, you want to call after your parents. We find He's talking to this person. When your wife has a daughter or son, please call your mother's name and don't change it. His mother's name clearly was a, uh, a Yiddish name. Now, he says like this, But if you have no particular reason, then, If you're going to name your son, and you don't have to, pick, you don't have to particularly name after your, your family, then you should pick a name from the Navim and the Tzadikim, or someone that we recognize in this generation, the It's interesting. You hear his choice? He says either name from Psukim, like Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Yeshaya, Yermia, or if not that, then name after someone from this generation. Right? Don't name him Akiva Eger. Don't name him uh, Ari Leib. Don't name him the Yeshua. Or Yeshua. No, na- name after someone from this generation. It's fascinating. That's what he tells you to do. Alive or um, No, deceased. But, but he says, you, if you knew that, if he was well known as a Tariq while he was alive. We find many names of the Amoraim. They were called in their Aramaic names. Most of them were called by their Aramaic names. Then he says, no, maybe Aramaic is different. And he says, it brings a Chazal. We can skip a couple of lines here. So let's skip to where the three dots are over there. This that Chazal said that by Gaul's Mitzrayim, that was just before Matantara. We weren't really clearly Jews just because we kept Mitzvahs. They weren't even keeping the Mitzvahs. And most of them didn't even uh, circumcise their children until right before. Before they went out of Mitzrayim, because and when they had to eat the carbon pesach, Malois and Yeshua, except for Shevet Levi, most of them didn't uh, do bris milah. So there was nothing identifying them as Jews. They didn't do bris milah. They were serving a Zara. So that's why it was so essential in Mitzrayim that they should have the names and uh, have that identity of a Jew. But now we have the Torah and we keep mitzvahs, so it's not as important. So that's the way this tshuva ends. So this tshuva kind of ends very ambiguous. Right? He starts off saying it's a Gnai Gadol to have a secular name. Then he says, well, you know, we can't say it's an Isser. Then he names all the Amiraim and Rishayim that had secular names. And the, what, what's in Mitzrayim doesn't really apply. So that's the way this Tshuva ends. Now look at this next Tshuva here. Different Tshuva. And Evan Ezra, here he takes a whole different tone. 
But this the fact that they changed their names, the is Hanachri, and they used the non-Jewish names, Vadai who Dover Maguna it's a very Dover Maguna. And it's one of the things that we went out of Mitzrayim for. But there's no real Isser. You see, we change our language. It's one of the four things. Even though it's a Mitzvah to speak Lush and Kaidish, Kedisa Bissafri and Rashi. Uh, whatever. Next line. Ain Isser the whole Kol Yisrael Medar Meloshin Chayol. Everybody speaks in the English language. Shalom Umais Mizvan Shagalinu B'Chata Einu Beina Umais. Once we went into Galus, we have Gedolei Torah B'Chasida Olam. The biggest Tadikim Ladibur Meloshin Kaidish. They didn't speak Meloshin Kaidish. I am a person from Shnayis LaRambam. Reish Trumas Shemash Moshe Nishkech Mimenu Chelagadol Meloshin Kaidish. A large part of Meloshin Kaidish was forgotten. Medvarm Shal Huskru B'Kroy. If the if the words are not used in Psukim, who Mishum Shal Dibur Meloshin Kaidish or Chayin Estachra etc. Who Gamble Loishin Eshmaisam Chayin Ein Shein Kibin Shein that's why we couldn't really stop it. So over here, he's getting a little bit also more into the fact that you should not be using a secular name. And then lastly, in this last piece over here, someone just asks him uh, if your parents give you a secular name and they call you by your secular name, is it okay for you to say, I want to start going by my Hebrew name? And they might not be happy about that. So he writes, it's no kibbutz. You can go by your Hebrew name. You can request that they call you by your Jewish name. And he says if the, most parents shouldn't have a problem with that, they should be okay with that. And if there are some that do, he says, but uh, you can't, uh, you, 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 he says, they're not entitled. So he, <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah, that's a very, uh, that's a very contextual kind of thing. You know, it depends what's going on. But regardless, he says, it's not a kibbutzav. It's not, you're not, you're not obligated to keep your, your secular name. So there is, here's what we have over here. There's, there's a couple of more sources over here. There's different, uh, you know, regarding Misha Barracks, they, they talked about in over history. But it's just a fascinating thing. Like, to, to just bring it around in a full, full circle, it, it, again, it's just very interesting to me. We, we, there's definitely a concept to have a Jewish name. Everybody gets a Jewish name. Everybody gets a name by, by the bris which is a, considered to be a Jewish name, right? It might be Fival, which started out as a not-Jewish name, but when, whoever, when a father actually gives the name Fival to his son by the bris, it's because he's considering it to be a Jewish name. You're giving your daughter the name Sprinza, even though it started out as Esperanza, or some kind of Spanish name. Now it's considered a highly Jewish name. So why is it, or was it, that the secular names were, were used, and used primarily? And as far back as a thousand years, I don't have a good understanding of it. Like, why did that happen? Well, that's what the masses read. But why? But why was it even for Chashva people? Like, why? Why was it? You know, you could always say, okay, it was people that are not so from people that were secular people that were. The, that's not true. It's not true. It was people very from communities. Uh, like I was saying in Hungary, uh, I imagine his father was a Chashva kid. I'm guessing, you know, and uh, he went by the name Israelin. That means that's what he was called. Why is it, I don't have a good understanding of why that happened. Why would we not use the, 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 the name you called up to the Torah? Why would we not use the Jewish name? I, I don't know what the reason is. But that being as it is, as we see, you, there, there's three different levels here. There's one level of it's absolutely no problem. 
there's another level all the way the other way around the the, the that at least if you're doing it to you know to be more secular you're mamish over nisa and then you have Ramesha who's somewhere in the middle. He says, look, you can't say that it's a real, you can't say it's an Esser. That's wrong, he says. You can't even say it's, it's Nichlal and Lashinu Hashmam. Even that, he says, you can't tell to. But still, he says it's a Gnai Gadol. It's a Gnai Gadol. It's not the right thing to do to go by your secular name, which I guess, like I'm saying, I'm guessing that's why my father-in-law was so into that, calling the, everybody by their Hebrew name. If he's going to address them, he'll address them by their Hebrew name. But uh, if you want to turn around and say, okay, but what does the Valt do? What does everybody do? That the fact that everybody uses the secular names and they don't have a problem. Now, as you know, people have become frumer, so it's taka, people stop doing that. It's now everybody uses the, the Hebrew name. They don't even give a secular name anymore. Even on the, the, the birth certificate, they write you know, the, straight out. They just write the Hebrew name as is. They don't try to make it Moshe into Moses or anything like that. So that's become the trend. That's definitely where things are going. I know people... Um, when they uh, when they get sick, they they if they have been using their secular name, they start using their Hebrew name, and actually the way we started saying kind of makes sense because they know everybody's davening for them using their Hebrew name, 